Welcome to the first episode of the new year. Today we get to talk to the queen of blended orgasm herself, Laura DiCarlo. have another fun free gift with purchase right now with any high-end love product you're getting a free hand lotion and it smells so good like fresh peaches happy 2021 welcome back to the lover's lane podcast my name is Haley. i'm an intimacy expert online a romance specialist in our stores and the host of the lover's lane podcast which is all about love romance and connecting and bonding with your partner today it's also about self-love and self-pleasure which going into the new year that is my main goal I tried to kind of think back about 2020, all the things I could have done a little differently, and ultimately, like, this life is yours, so you have to treat yourself kind, and that is my 2021 goal. So it's kind of perfect to talk to Laura DiCarlo today. She has a story, unlike a lot of people in this industry, what happened to her was literally an experience. She had a blended orgasm and started asking, has this happened? to other people and made it available for other people with the creation of the Osei and now there's the Osei 2 which we will actually receive in stores fairly soon. But she created this whole company from an orgasmic experience. I think that is amazing. So she basically had this blended orgasm and here we're talking about both internal and external play or G-spot and clitoral stimulation simultaneously. And basically was like, yeah, everyone needs to experience this and to be able to talk about it. So that's kind of where we are now with, of course, a few bumps in the road as you'll hear in the interview. So we talk a lot about the Osei. I kind of want to go over it before I let you into our conversation because I truly believe this toy is a staple for women. Men definitely can use it for stroking prostate stimulation and that airflow will work really great for testicle or even frenulum stimulation too. But it's for everyone. It's for trans men, trans women could all use this product. Gay people, straight people, non-binary, literally everyone can use this product. Anyone that is willing to experience pleasure, this toy should be in your collection. Now let me tell you a little bit about it. It is a little larger in size, so if you're trying to have something small and discreet, this isn't necessarily what you're going to pick up, but if you have the room for it and you're open to a lot of fun, I would highly suggest it. And then the only other thing I do want to tell you guys is this doesn't vibrate. So if you're thinking, oh, you know, my partner wants a vibrator, have an open mind. There are a lot of things on the market now that actually don't vibrate, but they stimulate in a not so aggressive way, but still have a really great end result with them. So I actually have an Osei in my hands right now. I'm going to turn it on so you all can hear it because it's different. I don't want you to go home with it and say, oh, this sounded amazing. It's not what I wanted. It's not probably what you're going to think that you want if you have an idea of a vibrator in your head. So I'll turn it on right now. Um, I'm clicking this button. It's waking up. Oh, did you hear it? It woke up. So there's two buttons at the bottom. There is going to be one for internal. Let me turn that on. 
that's a roller bead inside and it would be stroking any internal area. Or I guess if you wanted to, you could use it for even nipples or clitoral. I'm gonna turn it up. <laughs> so here is the clitoral section. shut her down so you can hear that there's no really vibration with this one so keep that in mind this toy is completely bendable you can open it you can position it however you would like on your body so if you want just g-spot stimulation if you want just clitoral stimulation just nipple play just prostate play just anal play just a tease or a full-blown blended orgasm you can make this into any experience that you want. And all of her other toys in the line are going to create different experiences. So I figured that I would just talk to you a little bit about this Osei before I unleash you on the interview. And now that you've heard it, <laughs> I'll let you hear it from her. If you guys have any questions, of course, reach out to me. My email is Haley, it's H-A-L-E-Y, at loverslane.com. Or you can leave us a review on Facebook or Apple Podcasts. We are the Lovers Lane Podcast. And of course, our socials, Instagram and Twitter is at LLPodcast underscore. should definitely check them out. We do giveaways and... I'm just going to drop a little hint here. We're making room for the Osei 2 in our stores. So the original Osei might be on a giveaway launching right now. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you again, Laura DiCarlo. You are a goddess from heaven for this creation. All you need is love, lover's play. All right, so welcome to the Lovers Lean Podcast, Laura. It's awesome to have you on today. We have seen a lot of hype that is around definitely the Osei, but now that we have a lot of other toys from your brand as well, I'm hearing really, really good reviews on them and everything. So thank you for bringing kind of something different to our stores. Thank you for having me, Haley, for one. And two, thank you for the compliment. I, I definitely, um, I appreciate that. I, I think sometimes hype gets kind of a, people think of it as a negative connotation, but I mean, if it lives up to its name, then um, hell, go for it. Right. Well, it's hype for a good purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Because your brand is a little unique, you know, it's not just, hey, buy this sex toy, it's going to do something great for you. You actually are a little bit more focused on kind of everyone's body and how individual, you know, uh, how individual person experiences pleasure, which I adore. And you really have this feeling of empowerment that comes with like a purchase of a sex toy or just like your body in general, not even if you're masturbating, just, hey, let's talk about it. We need to feel this way. Mm -hmm. Um and have that empowerment. So can you just talk to us about why this was needed for sex toys? Well, I, I, I mean, there's a million reasons, let's be honest. Uh, and there's technically billions of reasons because there's billions of humans that need to use products like this because it is empowering. It, um, you know, I had uh, a really orgasmic sexual experience that changed the course of my life. I ended up starting a company because of it, because that experience was empowering. And I was already in kind of the mindset that I wasn't going to let sexuality or, you know, the, the act of um, having an orgasm or sex, you know, impede who I was going to be. 
or somehow make me feel ashamed, but having this very particular orgasm um, at the point in my life that I did, I was single, I was dating multiple kinds of people, I was dating men, women, um, non-binary, and uh, sometimes couples, which was also really fun. Um, But what was really interesting is that when I had this kind of particular orgasm and I realized how powerful it was, that's what changed. It wasn't just that orgasm. It was the whole situation, the entire experience that I had around that orgasm that changed the course of my life. And it was because I actually started talking to other people about it that weren't just, you know, partners. I wanted to talk to friends about it. Like, Hey, has this happened to you? I was talking to to female partners or people with vagina that have been, you know, have you had this kind of orgasm? Do you want to see if you can have this kind of orgasm? Is it just me? And that's when I started to realize how truly stigma the knew that they always work and but it was used to actually really try to have these conversations out in the open is when you really realize this is a big problem and the thing that I realized additionally to that was not only are people very ashamed to talk about these concepts and these and have these conversations but when I would show them that I'm not ashamed and that I do want to talk about it that's when people would get excited and they'd say oh this is really taboo I'm really embarrassed but I really want to talk about this because there's no other outlet that I have that is a safe space for me to do so so it started with people it started trying to understand what are the problems that these people are having and how can I solve them and it wasn't even how can I solve them I was just like what's the biggest problem and why isn't it being solved and you hear a lot of entrepreneurial stories that basically start out as I had a problem and I wanted to solve it. And I had a problem, I wanted to solve it, but I realized that it wasn't just my problem. It was a much bigger problem. And, um, but the, the thing that we've kind of carried the, the, the through point through all of these conversations is never, what is it that I want? Even as a founder, as an entrepreneur and a CEO, it's never just what I want. It, what do people need? And we asked that we asked that every time we talk to the public, I talk to a customer almost once a week. And I actually talk to far more like just on social media and trying to understand what, um, what their wants and needs are. Um, but we also did a study last year, last summer, and we asked people all of these questions about their conversations and their communication with their partners, what they like, what they don't like, what, uh, you know, how comfortable are you in your body? How well do you know your own pleasure zones? How well are you educated about your own body? How comfortable are you with bodily autonomy? And we answered all these questions and what we got back was really telling because we understood after that, where, where do people want to be pleasured the most? What are their favorite spots and how do they want to be touched? Mm-hmm. So we took that information And that's how we ended up um, crafting and creating and innovating with technology that we created thereafter and that we had already been creating. And we made these new products. So we went from one product, we launched Osei this year in January of 2020. And immediately after that, we launched uh, Bachi and Onda, which isn't just Osei split in two. It was actually requested stimulation from a survey from a study of over 1,500 people. This is what I like. This is how I like to be touched. I like that sensation of cunnilingus. I like that that ergonomic point of, of, of inference where, the, where this little pad comes in and it fits just into the vulva 
area and inside the, the labia majora and can stimulate the entire body of the clitoris um, from the outside to the inside. And then the next two products were also requests. Filare makes a kind of a spinning motion like you would get with cunnilingus with a tongue. And Carretta makes kind of a, a tapping motion that you might get with a finger. All the way from biomimicry or something that feels like human motion, all the way up so that it goes so fast that it actually feels like a vibe. And we're going to keep asking those questions. We want to make things that are for everyone. People ask me a lot, like, are you making products for penises or vaginas? Like it started out, yes, this is a, a product that is more geared towards people with vaginas and femme-facing folks. But what we really want to do is make products that create experiences for humans. Yeah. And you're, you're totally doing that. And I, I've read on your website, you know, you have been kind of diving in and asking, I've read that you've, you know, surveyed over a thousand people and said, what type of stimulation do you prefer? Whether it's the tapping, the rolling, the licking, the sucking, anything like that. And it's interesting to see all these different toys that are kind of geared for whatever stimulation or whatever experience that somebody's looking for. It's like, there's a toy for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's through Laura. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. It's it's what's what's really fun. And the, the the other thing that we had to add on to this was when we launched OSA One, there's a learning curve. It's a very high-tech product that actually fits and forms to your own pelvic angle and is meant to fit over your erogenous zones. And like I said, not all are well informed about their bodies. So there was a lot of education that needed. Um, and that's just, I mean, it kind of comes with the territory when you're creating a brand new product that nobody's ever used before, the concept that has not been done before. And so I ended up speaking to hundreds of people personally on the phone, on FaceTime, on Zoom, and just talking them through how to use the product. What can we do better? How can we create a better product? What can we do to make this experience easier and more accessible? And and we ended up with two things. One, we ended up with OSA2 within six months, and which I'm really proud of. Our engineering and our innovation team just absolutely killed. And we have, um, you know, a much higher success ratio with that second product. And we're continuing to innovate on that. But the other thing that we created, which is really important, is that product coaching and services um, that you can get through the website. Nobody's doing that. Yeah. Um, you can actually go sign up on the website and say, I'm not sure which product I'm going to use, or maybe I think I do know, but these are new products. And it's kind of like being able to have the experience of going into the shop. And we found that one of the biggest barriers to entry for somebody, especially somebody that wants to buy a new product or doesn't know a lot about them, it's a scary experience. Like the last thing you want to do is buy one of these things and go, I don't like this. Mm -hmm. I thought I would, but that's why we offer you a safe space to actually talk to a coach or occasionally even just reach out to me and I'll talk to you about it. Hmm. Um, you know, what is going to be the best uh, experience for you? And right. we're looking to build that out pretty significantly. And I'm really excited about it. Yay, I am too. I can't wait to see what other things that you create because... <laughs> The Ose is one that people come in. It's a larger box. You know, it looks a little different than everything else that's sitting on the shelves. And they have never seen anything that is kind of so, they say it looks like a shower head or something. You know, it's got that almost like a handle where it would curve. Yeah. We know that it curves, but for somebody that doesn't know what it does, they want to know all about it because it's unique. And of course, you know, it's great for what you were talking about earlier, your experience, that blended orgasm that so many women are, <laughs> are trying to achieve because it's different and it's incredible. So the Ose is kind of, you know, I show it all the time as what I would say, the blended orgasm machine. Absolutely. People come in and they don't know what they want and they're, they are intimidated to be in there. So what I love about the Osei really is, of course, it's kind of has this wiring and 
bending mechanism. So you can kind of adjust it for everyone's body shape to fit you correctly. But if you just want G-spot stimulation, or if you just want that clitoral stimulation, then you can kind of have, have your cake and eat it, you know, eat it too, which is awesome. You can have both cakes. Absolutely. You can have all the cakes and then you can have a combination cake. Right. <laughs> I, I do love that because a lot of the time, like people are like, well, what do I get one or the other? I'm like, you can kind of get both in one. Um, and especially for, I, I find that internal penetration stimulation of any kind, the best way to warm up to that is with external clitoral stimulation. So you can start out with one and then warm up with the other. And, you know, those that are having issues with any kind of dryness, vaginal dryness or whatnot, like some of the best uh, through ways to that is through external clitoral stimulation and then working our way in. You know, I think we have a lot, particularly um, women that are my age and older, think that, you know, you're supposed to be wet right out the gate. Guess what? That's not necessarily the case. And that's not necessarily normal. And, oh, I don't want to say that's not normal, but anything you know, whatever your body you're experiencing is normal. And one of the best ways to kind of condition yourself to getting to that point quicker and easier is to masturbate. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, that's a great point too. I say the same thing, you know, and there's always lubricants and everything too. It's not, you're you're not, we're not shaming anyone for what Mm. kind of wetness you do or don't have at all. Like this is just that experience and the enjoyment of your own pleasure. So I love that. Thank you. huge advocate, use lube. We've got that too, or, or whatever, whatever your heart's desire. Everybody's got kind of a different, you know, favorite. We offer a couple, like an oil and a lube on the website, but you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's whatever your favorite is. It's really like my, my, our chief operations officer always says like sex toys are kind of like cookies and cake. Like somebody (laughs) might love chocolate chip cookies, but if you get a raisin uh, oatmeal cookie and you thought it was a chocolate chip cookie, it's not a fun time. You're not going to have a fun time. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> but that's why we have that service. So you really understand what you're getting into. Right. Well, I want to talk about when you won this innovation award at CES. So you won this award for this incredible product you're saying, and then it was revoked. So what happened here? Like, tell me the story. I've heard it a few different places, but I want to hear it from you because, you know, everyone has something to say about it. I'm sure. Um, it was a terrifying experience for me, especially being a young, um, femme facing person who was starting her business out and, um, also just new to business period. We, we put together this, um, I founded the company in 2017 and then I ended up going to Oregon state university who happens to be the top four robotics, uh, graduate program in the U.S. and sat down with uh, who ended up, the man who ended up becoming our chief investigator, uh, Dr. John Parmigiani. And first off, I, I hand this this poor man, uh, I, I, I tell him, I had this great orgasm and I want to recreate the experience by making a robot that helps others to relive this experience. That's incredible. <laughs> it's like, he turned bright red and like there's veins in his neck and he's like, oh God, what am I supposed to say? And then he kind of just blanched and turned white. And I was like, but I have, I had this and I handed him this, this sheet of 52 functional engineering requirements and just like what it would take in my mind to create, recreate this, uh, this user experience in the kind of functionality and specs needed to create this product. And he got really excited. It was like, no entrepreneurs ever brought me anything like this. This is engineering and I think we can do it. And so we put together this, this uh, team of engineers, students, PhDs. And over the course of nine months, we, we ended up with a solidified 
internal team made up of some of those original engineers and we had a patent. We had five patents. We had our uh, proof of concept and we had a prototype. And that's what we sent to the Consumer Technology Association, the CTA that runs the Consumer Electronics Show. And we applied for their honorary innovation uh, in robotics award. Robotics and side note drones but trust me it's not a drone you're not flying i mean you might fly to the moon with this thing it's possible mentally yeah (laughs) yeah yeah um i digress so we we apply and we're thinking like there's no way they're gonna give this to us we're a we're a femme-led team of mostly femme and uh non-binary engineers making sex tech but it's good practice for us to, to to put these applications in and then we got the we got the award and i was just floored and ecstatic and started fundraising and started hiring PR and started hiring our, we made our first marketing hire because it was literally just me and a couple of engineers. And, um, and then about a month later, while we were trying to get exhibitor space on the show floor at CES, because if you want to be in the showcase, you get to be in the showcase if you win an award, but you can only be in the showcase if you win an award and you're an exhibitor. So had to do that, right? So we had to apply for exhibitor space, which is not cheap. So I'm raising funds, applying for exhibitor space. And then all of a sudden we get this email that says, wait, you can't exhibit. You're an adult company. And I was like, that's funny because two things. You have companies that exhibit at your show every year that have similar products, outcomes, and services. And two, you gave us an award. You don't see anything kind of weird here. I mean, you can can we talk to somebody about this? Like, we got to be there. And so we went back to uh, the folks that gave us the award and said, "What do we do?" Everybody went quiet for about three days. And then the next thing I know, we get an email that says this caused a conversation that went up the chain of administrators, and we are now revoking your award. Um, we made a mistake, and we were like, "That's." not quite right. So the administrators revoked our award when these expert judges in robotics gave us the award in the first place. So the administrators are taking it away. And they said, well, it's because it goes against our legalese for who can apply. And we deign to say that your company and your product would be considered immoral, uh, obscene, and profane. And that's just when my stomach went through the floor. Mm -hmm. And um, I said, that's really interesting because I'm going to say it again. You have products at your show. You have a VR porn company floor. You have a sex company, sex tech company there on your show floor. You have booth babes every single year. That is also a big problem for you if you haven't noticed. You also had a very big issue with not having a single, not one keynote speaker at your show in 2017 or 2018. And the reason you said that you didn't is because there weren't enough high quality women at big tech companies mm-hmm. and you got a lot of backlash for that too this is not a good time for you to be overly patriarchal we really really encourage you to reconsider and they didn't so come january we put together all of the information that we had gathered and we we launched an international awareness campaign around the gender bias in tech particularly at ces and we 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 were hoping for um you know some pickup and we got more pickup than i could have ever imagined And I think it really was two big reasons. One, there's been a lot of work in this space. 
There's been a lot of founders before me and entrepreneurs before me in this space that have done a lot of work. And two, we were doing the, we made the right decisions at the right time. So I ended up becoming an international motivational speaker overnight, which also made me want to just like vibrate out of my pants and crawl in a hole at the same time. I was terrified. (laughs) Um, And then a few months later, we're trying to get Ose uh, commercialized into the market and and we get an outreach from the CTA. It's actually directly from uh, Gary Shapiro, the president of the CTA, his assistant says, can we talk? And uh, so we've set up a meeting between the two of us and sat down and talked to the CTA. And the first thing that Gary Shapiro said was, I am, we owe you a big apology. You should have never taken that award away in the first place. And that was wrong. And uh, we realized in that moment, we had the opportunity to do something much bigger than just amplify our own message. So yeah, that's said, amazing. Yeah. We realized they might try to give our award back. And we said, let's do something better for the entire community. Let's, let's take a look at your policies. Let's, let's, and we started to lobby for them to change their policies to include sex tech. And uh, based on the position that we believe if you are making technology that is solving problems. It is truly innovative. It's not, it's done respectfully and isn't demoralizing to other humans. Then it should have a place at the show. And we were able to turn that around. They ended up giving us our award back. But more importantly, we ended up at the show with um, competitors and, but at the same time, competitors who are just brothers and sisters in this space. And we really realized that all ships rise with the tide. The more that we can get out um, awareness and education within this space, the better it is for everyone. That's why right now, when you see something like this kind of trend with uh, celebrities backing uh, products and companies like this, um, like with uh, Ava Gucci at at Mod, um, I was ecstatic. And I was just like, holy crap, like this is like literally just like two days before we launched our partnership with Cara Delevingne, who's an actor, supermodel, and activist. And we're just like, our, our heads are blowing up because I hadn't talked to Ava about it. And, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is, this is crazy. We're like literally going to start seeing a trend that allows everybody in the space to be, to have that exposure in mainstream because that's where sexuality belongs. So yeah, no, congrats on Cara Delevingne. I think that's incredible. We, we did see a lot of like porn stars endorsing toys for a while. And now that it's kind of changing over into these more like mainstream activists that regular humans already have an association with, that's a great, you know, just kind of push for sexual wellness in general too. So that's awesome. That's exactly how we feel about it. What I wanted to mention in with your story of the CES Innovation Award is you kind I, I watched a video of you speaking about it as well. And you said, you know, all during this, the OSE is kind of gathering hype of why is this award, you know, revoked from this particular thing? Mm -hmm. And you're all female. It is a sex toy for women. So you know, that is, could be one of the reasons, of course, that everyone is saying that it, that it was revoked. But you also said that within that you hit your yearly sale goal in five hours. That is amazing. What, <laughs> when was the time frame that this happened? I'm just so curious. So I think the part of it is because we had been, um, you know, gathering momentum throughout the entire year of 2019. So all of this, this news got released in the very beginning of 2019. And, and folks that, um, and it, it got a lot of mainstream pickup. And when folks that aren't exposed to the Consumer Technology Association and the CES show, 
um, see something like that, they're like, why can't I buy it right now? Normally, if, if you're at that show, you realize like if you see something that wins an award at CES, it's going to take a year before it actually gets to market, um, which is exactly what we were looking at. Um, we had uh, prototypes and, and uh, preliminary product that we had sent in and we were about there, but we hadn't gone through our manufacturing phase yet. We were just starting in on that and that can take up to a year and it did because we wanted to make sure that it was totally locked down and you know that we could really stand behind that product. So throughout the year, we're continuing to talk about it. I'm on this speaking circuit and press circuit. And then by the time November rolled around, we finally did the pre-launch. And as soon as <laughs> I have video from this and I just laugh every time I think about it, because as soon as we went live, I remember looking at our VP of marketing and just going, Hey, so how are we doing? And she looks at me just wide-eyed and just totally blanched. And she's like, we just launched two minutes ago and we already have two grand. And I go, wow, that's pretty cool, huh? And she's <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Just a second. Six minutes later, she goes, Laura, we just hit 40K. And I'm like, are you serious? 45 minutes in, we had hit half a million dollars. And um, and I'm running around and we had this, this upstairs, like very living room, very like chill-esque. Like we have all three stories of this really cute building in, in Bend, Oregon. And we're in the living room space on the third floor and everybody's kind of chilling. And like, I'm just running around making sure everybody is comfortable and, and have they have what they need. So at that point, I'm like, we made half, we got to half a million in 45 minutes. Oh God. I got to go to the store and buy as much champagne as I come back with like eight bottles of Magnum champagne. And I was like, did I miss it? And they're like, no, it slowed down a little bit. So within five hours, we hit a million dollars in sales. We rounded out at 3 million before the end of the year. And launching this product this year in 2020, we have actually shipped over 30,000 units in our first year of launch, um, which is is definitely something to be proud of. And I attribute just about 100% of that to my team. Wow. They have worked so hard and startups are hard. And that mm -hmm. is what we still are. And we're kind of learning a little bit, but really, really trying to make the best decisions based on our values of respect, empowerment, and integrity. And it's not always easy, but it's really rewarding work. I'm really like surprised, excited, all the feelings I can feel with you about the brand as well because when we received it me what early this year I saw it I opened it I fell in love with it I was the first one to sell it at Lover's Lane which is awesome um, I had a few other stores calling me like hey this thing is really cool can you tell me like what you saw with it that's different how do I show this to people what does it do exactly and I kind of you know read everything walked it through researched it a little bit because I'm in love with it I think it's amazing oh, awesome thank you yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely it's, it's a good it's good stuff and even more exciting for me is how you're evolving so the new products that we're seeing as well because the Ose is great, but everyone has, you know, something that they enjoy, just like you were uncovering with all the different stimulation that's up on your website that people enjoy. It's got chocolate all different chip. statistics of everything. Chocolate chip cookies versus uh, oatmeal raisin. Exactly that. <laughs> yes. Well, we find that and, we, and that's what we're continuing to do is, is making sure that we're never um, innovating inside of a bubble. So going out to our community. And one of the things I'm actually really excited about with um, this partnership with Cara, um, even though we might be a little bit like, you know, ways deep in by the time this podcast go goes live, we're excited about being able to utilize um, her following for data collection um, and volunteer and people that want to volunteer. Like, what do you want? Like, I, like I said, I don't want to ever in innovate inside of a bubble and I want to know what 
people want in their products. And so we are getting ready to launch um, another line that's going to be coming out in Q1. And um, it's a little bit, uh, it doesn't utilize the biomimicry um, as we do with that first line, but it will, um, you know, it's a little bit more accessible, a little less intimidating than some of this biomimetic stuff for those that, you know, it might be your first toy. Um, and uh, we want to be able to be there for folks through every part of their journey. And um, again, like I'm very excited about creating more of a community where we can kind of provide a more holistic approach to um, sexual health and wellness that involves uh, the mental health and wellness piece and really kind of bridges between the two and um, and also envelops the product as well and how that can be utilized in your entire experience. Let me just get your opinion on something before I let you go. You have a lot of, all of your toys have that robotic touch technology. And we really are like a couple's toy store, of course, you know, your solo play is where it's at too, but for couples, especially because it's just something that they can really connect and bond together. Now, do you think that having non-vibrating toys and more of like this touch sensation is a little bit easier to introduce or to use together with a partner than any other like toys that we already have on the market? Um, I think as far as like what's easier to use with a, with a couple or with a partner, it, it really is depend. It depends on, on your preference. And like, I think one thing that I love about these biomimetic toys in that entire line is that um, it gives you the opportunity to really understand exactly what you like, where you like it, where your pleasure points are, where frequency you like to be, you, you like that kind of stimulation and that allows you to like understand what it is you like more. And when you understand more about your own body, you can actually communicate that with your partner better. So it's our belief that that actually brings people a little bit closer together. Um, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with using vibratory products, but, um, that's kind of, kind of my take on, you know, for those that are a little intimidated by the biomimicry, actually, I think it can be, um, you know, a really great way to help with the communication around sexuality. So, um, I think it, it's, it's a, it's a little bit of both. It depends on your preference and, and also know that we're working on products, hopefully that kind of close that gap and that um, are also utilized, uh, able to be utilized for couples as well. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Usually when you have a new partner, you don't start by vibrating them, you start by touching them. So when your <laughs> toys are a great little step, even to bring in, you know, toys like the Osei or whatever like, you hey, have. You. Great first date. Right. <laughs> I mean, some people well, don't I am. Do that. No. <laughs> I have been there. I've seen it. I might've done it once or twice myself, which is also kind of hilarious depending on who you're with. But right. <laughs> That's usually the conversation I have with anybody that works in sex toys. Yes, we're a little bit more open and we're trying to bring other people there so they have this conversation as well. Yeah, and I think what we're trying to do too is like there's a lot of people that are really open to sexuality. What we're, what like one of my goals is, and it's not just like the overall company, but like one thing that I would really like to see happen is for those that are really stigmatized around the subject, those that are really ashamed or even disgusted bisexuality because of the way that they were brought up because of you know the environment that they happen to currently be in I want to reach those people and just help them to not feel so entirely stigmatized or ashamed even if it's, it doesn't even mean that you need to use product but just so you feel a little bit more comfortable mm -hmm. with the conversation around sexuality I would love that yeah. um you know that would that would just absolutely make me so happy because that's when you really start the really deep work yes and 
honestly, that's what my job is. I can't tell you how many times that I have people new to a store and they are sweating bullets and I have to do breathing exercises with them before I start to show them sex toys because they just don't even know why they're there or like I think you know my urges brought me here but I shouldn't be here and it's like yes you should be here let's talk let's breathe yes okay like let go let go your plural your pearls stop Mm -hmm. watching those you'll be fine just breathe exactly right (laughs) yes well thank you so much I really appreciate everything with the conversation today, learning more about the brand, about the new toys. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a lot of fun and please let us know if you need anything. And if you have any questions um, uh, for folks that are listening, um, check out Lover's Lane and also check out lauradacarlo.com and you can find us on social media, lauradacarlo underscore HQ. Lover's Lane Lovers lay, lovers lay, lovers lay, couples that play together, stay together.